Welcome to Freedom Now Travel Podcast, a podcast about freedom and passion expressed and experienced through travel. In this episode, we meet Katrina Goodwin-Murphy, my sister. She has become an avid hiker. We get to hear how passion and freedom show up in her life through traveling to all 41 North Carolina state parks. And as a bonus, we hear about her 24-hour turnaround trip to Italy. Welcome, Katrina Murphy. I'm really excited to have you here to talk about a lot of the things that that you like to do, actually. And really, I wanted to talk about nature and hiking. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things you really enjoy is hiking. I'd love to hear about some of your experiences. As you know, the the show is about uh, passion and freedom expressed through travel. Express yourself. Well, thank you for having me. First of all, I am a woman of many, many interests. (laughs) I have two sons. I love to hike. I love to read and I love to travel. I actually like to explore new things and have different experiences. I enjoy I enjoy museums. I enjoy exploring different places and new things and I, I really like having a good time with my family, playing games and things like that. Let's talk about some of your favorite spots. I'd love to hear some of the places that you've been. Well, let me start off by saying that I started hiking a few years ago with First Hike, which is January 1st of every year around the country, maybe around the world, people are invited to come and hike. So I started doing that because of that invitation from our state park system. One of the closest parks to me at the time was Raven Rock. And it's a beautiful, beautiful space right near the Cape Fear River. There is a place in the park or on the trail where you have to descend about 150, 250 stairs. (laughs) But it's so beautiful because you land at a spot near the Cape Fear River and you look up and there's this huge rock, this boulder that has been there for years and years. And it's a peaceful spot. It's a beautiful spot. I've taken my sons there. I've taken other friends there. And they've been amazed at the peacefulness of the the place. Another really beautiful place here that I've been is Jockey's Ridge State Park, which is on the coast of North Carolina the highest sand dunes on the East Coast, in fact, and it's mind-blowing to come upon these beautiful sand dunes as you're driving along the highway, entering in the state park. And another miraculous place, obviously, is Mount Mitchell State Park, which is the highest point east of the Mississippi River, right here in North Carolina. And you, again, hike up, or if you don't wanna hike up the mountain, you can actually drive up this curvy road. As, as you meander with your hands to show <laughs> right. it, it's quite a distance, right? Right. You park your car 
And then you, there's a short distance that you actually have to walk up the mountain, which a lot of people do it, particularly if you have, you know, various issues, but you want to see the top of the mountain, the summit, it's absolutely breathtaking. You can see various states, you can see various mountains, you can learn about the history. It's absolutely a beautiful space. Let me tell you, one of the other reasons I like Raven Rocks State Park. And Raven Rock is the first place. That's that, the that's first place. That's actually how you got started. That's how I got started. Um, is because I actually met a couple there. They were 70 years old. They were hiking. And we were in the parking lot. I'd finished my hike. They'd finished their hike. And we exchanged emails and have been emailing back and forth because we were both trying to hike all of the North Carolina State Park. Okay, so I don't want to interrupt your story. And I'm going to interrupt because I think this chance meeting is is a part of serendipity that happens through passion and freedom being expressed. Did you meet the couple when you first went or subsequent trips to Raven Rock? I believe it was on maybe my second or third trip to Raven Rock. But it's initial, your initial visits to starting to hike. This is oh, yes, wow. yes, yes, indeed, indeed. They, they, I met them when I started this process, if you will, this hiking experience, if you will, because North Carolina also has, and I think other state parks probably do as well, the passport system, North Carolina passports, and it lists all of the North Carolina state parks, 41 state parks, and as you visit each park, you can canoe, you can hike, you can kayak, you can do a number of things in the park. After you do those things or even beforehand, you can take it to the office and get a stamp saying that you visited the park or you hiked the park or camped at the park. And initially, that's how I got started because of the North Carolina passport system. Well, I met this couple there during one of those adventures and he asked me a question in the parking lot, like, how have you done this before? Or are, have you visited other parks? And we found out that indeed we were doing the same thing. They were trying to visit all the parks. I was trying to visit all the parks. But he said, Katrina, always remember, stay active, move around. He said, because at 70, you know, it's a little more difficult for us to get into some of those trails and walk up those hills but if you continue to do it, you will always be able to do it. And indeed, I actually hiked South Mountain State Park. Me and my best friend did that. It, it was quite, <laughs> quite a hike. We were climbing over boulders and tree limbs that <laughs> had fallen over. But I tell you what, at the very end of it, it was the most beautiful waterfall you can ever imagine. Top of that, we actually met another couple who was traveling um, across country. So Katrina, you've mentioned you started hiking at Raven Rock. That was your first initial one. You talked about Mount Mitchell. You talked about Jockey's Ridge, where the amazing sand dunes, probably unexpected for many of us who haven't hiked it, uh, are located. And you were talking about South Mountain. Tell us uh, again a little bit more about South Mountain. South Mountain is in the western part of the state. 
And what I mentioned was as we were hiking, we climbed over boulders, <laughs> we climbed over trees that had fallen, but we were coming at a time where the leaves were also changing colors. So it was absolutely beautiful. And at the end of the hike, there was a beautiful waterfall. And you were talking about uh, serendipity. You were talking about meeting other people. And we met another couple. They were traveling through. They saw the sign on the interstate for South Mountain and decided to try it. They absolutely loved it. And they just talked about how they were retired and they had the freedom now to travel. But one of the things that they realized was they also needed to continue to do it in order to stay in good health. So part of the freedom was being able to be healthy enough to do these kinds of activities. But they enjoyed it. They loved it. They thought that it was one of the most beautiful waterfalls that they had seen. It was certainly a nice surprise for us at the very end of our hike. It was actually just nice meeting other people and seeing other people who were interested in staying fit, interested in meeting other people, interested in enjoying nature. It was really fun. We just heard Katrina talk about what got her started with hiking and exploring, getting out and enjoying nature, the beauty of the North Carolina State Parks. She participated in the passport program, so she was able to get all 41 of those stamps and experience each of the state parks and the beauty and the uniqueness that they offer. There was one thing that got her really going, though, to make sure that she completed the task that she started so that she was able to get all 41. Let's listen in. I walked into the visitor center and there was a nice little note that said, if you are part of the incentivized program, it will end. May, they gave the date of 2021. And I thought, wait a minute, I only have two parts left. I have to get my last <laughs> prize. And what were the prizes? Oh, they were th things like um, a cap, um, a compass, uh, a band with North Carolina State Parks on it. Um, just, just little things that had North Carolina State Park listed on it. Fun little trinkets, really, if you will. And then after you did all of the parks, they sent a package. And I received a t-shirt with the North Carolina State Parks. And I think we had scarves or handkerchiefs, just a variety of little things like that. Enough to get me to visit all 41 <laughs> state parks. So you found this notice at from William B. William B. Umstead. William B. Umstead State Park. I saw the notice on the window and I said, oh my goodness, I need to finish. Well, the last two parks I needed to, to complete were in the western part of the state. And one was Mount Mitchell State Park and Grandfather Mountain State Park. I saw the notice that they were ending the program in May. And I thought, I'd really like to complete this. I came home, I packed a bag, I got on the road and I drove the four hours to Mount Mitchell State Park so that I could hike that very day. Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. One of the things I'd love to mention, I've had the best experiences with the park rangers, with the folks in the office. I met this one of the superintendents, another ranger, and he said, oh my goodness, you're visiting our park today. Why don't you visit this other park that's near the area? There are two other parks near the area. 
and he told me directions to actually go through the town, small town, to hop on the car ferry across the Cape Fear River. He said, it's fascinating. You should just do that. And I thought, okay, so how do I get there? And again, he gave me the directions. I'll be honest, I don't remember any street names. I'm like, turn right at the tree, turn left at the second road. <laughs> and I thought, I don't know Magnolia how. <laughs> make a left <laughs> circle twice. Exactly, exactly. But he knew, and, and the folks there said, oh, he, he's been here for years, trust me. He knows exactly where he's going. So I remembered one name that he told me of one of the, the streets and I did not see a street sign. So I, I parked and there was a little convenience store, a gas station. And I said, hey, is this, someone was going inside and I said, hey, is this so-and-so, whatever it was. And he said, yes. So whatever the name of the street. So I was like, great. And very friendly, friendly folks drove down there. And sure enough, there is a person standing on the other side of the river. You wave your hand outside of your car window. She sends the ferry over. You drive your car on the ferry. She latches the gate and you take this little ferry across the Cape Fear River and you're on the other side. And that allowed me access to go to a couple of other state parks without having to go completely around um the the town to get there but also to have another little adventure which has been one of the most exciting parts of hiking and exploring these state parks i loved hearing about the state parks the beauty of nature exploration discovery chance meetings and serendipity that happened in meeting new people who were traveling who were also doing the same program. It was a, an awesome story. I'm inspired to check out the state parks in my own state and probably even expand it to some national parks. Next, we're going to hear a bonus about a 24-hour jaunt of an experience Katrina had in traveling to Italy. This is kind of a bonus offering. I know that you did a 24-hour jaunt to Italy, and I'd love to hear more about that particular adventure. So what, tell us about that. You, you jumped on a plane and you came over to Italy. This is when actually I had taken my nephews, your sons, on a four European country tour. And you came over to pick up Christopher, the older nephew, because of commitments that you had to get back to. Tell us about your experience of coming over for the 24-hour jaunt to Rome. How well, was that? First of all, <laughs> you know, initially a little nerve-wracking, actually, because I wondered whether or not I could do that in 24 Like, it just seemed like a whirlwind. But it ended up being a great experience. It was really, it was wonderful. I boarded the plane in Raleigh and had a layover in Portugal and packed one little bag. It was the most freeing experience ever. Packed one little bag, hopped on a plane, and flew over. And that little bag was a carry-on? or It was a little carry-on bag, just as, like a large purse. So enough for just an overnight stay. Any concerns about speaking the language, 
Portuguese. Absolutely, because I can't speak anything like that. <laughs> anything like that would be Portuguese. Portuguese. I cannot speak Portuguese. I don't speak Italian. I don't none of that. But I must say, when I when I got to the airport in Portugal, the people directed you. Obviously, there I wasn't the only person who didn't speak Portuguese. So they they directed you, and I just prayed that I was in the right line, <laughs> going to the right place. When I was in Portugal. And I was. It was fine. And this was your first time going out of the country? No. No, you've been out of the country, but usually... I've never been out of the country by myself before. It's always been with a group, always been with one other person, always been with... So. Family, friends. But this time, yeah, but this, this was this a solo was, trip. was a solo trip. And there you were, you found yourself in Portugal, a few concerns before, but it seemed things were easily navigated. Mm -hmm. And you boarded the plane from Portugal to, to get on over to Rome. And when you got, got there, what was your experience like in Rome? It was pretty easy because I believe you had a car waiting for me. <laughs> so there was amazing. a car waiting for there you, a, a la Antonio. A, right, yeah. <laughs> a driver. You, you had a driver waiting for me, so that made it really easy, who had a nice little sign for me when I deplaned. He's very friendly, talked. In fact, he was really good because he showed me or talked about the different sites as we passed through the streets in Rome. And it was like an excellent little tour guide. That was the same car that we used when oh. the boys and I landed in Rome, the same driver. So once you got to the bed and breakfast and you got a chance to start really seeing the city and being in the city, tell us about that experience. It was great. It was great. It was a nice, cute little community. Um, the bed and breakfast that we stayed in was beautiful. It was quaint. It, it's what you imagine the movies with the shutters and the big windows and Love the rooms, the little teeny showers that we had. Um, it was nice. It was a very nice place. It's a great community. So you got in. And, and there was a little cafe across the street. I love that. I love being able to go over there and get my coffee. Now, is that what you did when you first got there? or No, I didn't do that until later. <laughs> I didn't even know that was there then. <laughs> <laughs> until later, until the next day when you actually- I was leaving. Yeah, and <laughs> right. you got a chance to enjoy that. So you you did some touring while you were there on this 24-hour job. What did you get a chance to see? Yeah, we. Um, so first of all, when we arrived there, it was hot. So I was not expecting the heat, um, but I was prepared because I brought my little umbrella. So I had my umbrella in the heat, but I did wear black pants, that was crazy. But um, so it was a little, it was a little warm. There was a heat wave across it was, Europe. It was like a hundred and one degrees. So I was very shocked by that, but it was lovely. We did a tour. You set up a tour of the Coliseum. It was amazing to see Coliseum like right there in the middle of the city. You just don't imagine that when you read things in books, when you see things on TV, I, for me, I just didn't imagine Wait a minute, it is right here in the middle of the city. So we did a nice little tour of the Coliseum. It wasn't just a little tour. It was it was a, an extensive tour um, of the Coliseum with the tour guide. It was nice. It's great. It, it was amazing. We had a nice tour guide. 
then we visited um, Trevi Fountain. We we did a lot in 24 hours. Visited shops, restaurants, delicious food right in the neighborhood. We did plazas. We did, I, I don't remember. There were so many different things that we did. Yeah, that evening we, we hung out at Piazza, Piazza. Novona. I think it is with uh, the uh, Neptune. No, I don't speak Italian, but Neptune holding the trident and yeah, uh, yeah. and lots of folks meandering about and enjoying the space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was an amazing trip. It was amazing to have you there and um, and get a chance to experience that because mm-hmm. it was Italy was definitely on your list. You wanted to to visit, and I'm sure we'll and I visit want to again. Go back. Yes, I do. <laughs> lots of other to things to do. Mm-hmm. I'd love to visit some other places in Italy. Definitely. Well, thank you for giving us that bonus share of your adventure.